everybody. It's uh, Jake and Mark here from Weather Duchess. And Hello. today, I'm going to keep this up a little bit, just for now. Um, what are we doing? We're going to have a chat and drink some beers. Um, yeah. This is Cold Ones with Leather Duchess, so if you're watching and you want to hang out, feel free to have a drink with us. Feel free to ask questions and uh, talk with us in the chat. I have it open here. Um, what are you drinking, Mark? What do you got? Uh, no, well, hold on. I'm going to let you go first because uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise you with this one. My, mine's obvious, though. It's um, Okay. Oh. Nothing new. <laughs> this is I got I got a stack over here because I, I don't know if anybody knows but I live up in the mountains and downstairs is always cold so I don't need to, to refrigerate my beers so this way I don't have to go running to the fridge to get new beers <laughs> uh, it's no that's not the champagne of beers right no that's Miller High Life okay this is what any what any kind of like special slogan or it just it speaks for itself right there a fine <laughs> pilsner beer oh okay all right there's also a whole well, like description on the side but i'm not going to read that oh uh, yeah um all right well okay mine uh you wouldn't even guess like normally you can guess what would you say normally it is miller light oh yeah for sure <laughs> uh <laughs> i don't know you drink a lot of stuff i mean Typically, it would be Budweiser, but you, you like to try new things, yeah. though. You, li you like yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah, I like trying different things. This one will throw you off, uh, but I'm very glad I found it. The, I, you got to wait for the shattering glass sound, but the, uh, <laughs> the Stone Cold oh. Broken Skull IPA. Now, I'm not an IPA person. I think they're disgusting, <laughs> but... This is actually pretty good. I tried it one time, and I've never been able to find it anywhere. Like, uh, But I was delivering somewhere today, and uh, I seen it, and I'll be, I, I just said, I'll be right. I'll be back. <laughs> nice. So. Um, oh, we'll yeah. I forgot. I was, supposed, I was supposed to finish mine before we started so I could crack one open, but I'm a little <clears throat> behind. Here we go. The beers are open. The conversation has begun. Um, All right. So anyway, we have we have somewhat of a loose schedule here of topics to talk about. Um, right now, we're just saying our hellos and introducing and all that stuff. But we're going to um, do a little bit of talking about basically the beginning of this band, um, how everyone got here, how we all met. And then uh, we're going to dig in a little bit to writing the first group of songs we have which the first three we've written were um, number 11 on my number 11. and gunslinger. So those are the three we're going to focus on today. But um, yeah, thanks everyone for joining. That's here. Thanks for hanging out. Obviously this is an interesting time. We're all in, and this is the way, <laughs> this is the way we got to drink beers together now. So mm. we don't have a regular routine of going to bars and stuff, but um Walter Williams is here, commenting from Santa Fe. What is that? Um, you said Santa Fe, New Mexico, right? That was up there somewhere. Oh, Laguna Pueblo, New Mexico. Nice. 
Cool. Well, cheers to you. He's drinking here with us. We have a few other people here. <laughs> he said, sorry, I'm not a hot chick or anything. That's okay. Yeah. Hot chicks are overrated. They, they all drink like <laughs> seltzers and stuff. It's not fun. <laughs> so, um, should we get started? Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so first topic uh, is, um, I guess you and, and the other guys, when you first came out here to California, so you could start because yeah. you're from Oklahoma. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> this all, uh, started, oh, I... <laughs> you keep moving your camera. That's why <laughs> I know. I don't know what I'm doing. All right. So, um, yeah, so I'm from Oklahoma, uh, tiny little town. I think it's literally, I'm going to move me into the other about, side. About that big. There we go. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a little tiny town called Clinton, Oklahoma. Uh, everybody knows everybody and all that good stuff. It's a great town. I love it. I still love going. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I always had bands ever since I was, you know, we had family bands <laughs> and stuff. Uh, and that was from the time I was uh, six years what, old what was what was one of your first family band's names that you could remember oh yeah or, i remember or, everything or give me a couple of them because i'm sure you had some great great band names oh yeah same people just different names no uh the very first one we ever did my uncle because my uncle was the one that really got us all into the into it and stuff and, uh you know dragging us out of the room from playing nintendo 64 like come check this out you know <laughs> Like, come check out this. And you would have, like, I, I swear, it was the coolest thing. Well, like, looking back on it now, it was, like, the coolest thing ever, thinking of it. Um, you know, you walk out into the living room, and there's, uh, you know, amplifiers set up and a bass and a guitar and all this stuff. And that was the coolest thing to us, you know. Wow, yeah. wow you know, and trying to try, – he would show us things, how to play it and stuff. And that went on for years. And uh, the very first one was Step Through, and that meant – that was like slang back in the like seventies for a kickstart on a motorcycle. Right. So, uh, you know, that's actually a pretty cool uh, band name for a family band. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> a lot of family bands have like, I don't know. Oh yeah. Like, especially, oh, yeah. especially when you start young, it's always like some cheesy, I don't know. Yeah. I, I've never been in a family band, so I, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I've heard some that are just like, yeah, that was my middle oh, school yeah. band. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I actually had a something band. flame. I had a band in middle school. Speaking of flame, I had a band in oh. middle school <laughs> called. Um, well, first, first we tried to name ourselves Sexual Innuendo, <laughs> and uh, none of our parents liked that, and we got a lot of crap for it. And of course, we were young back then, so we were just like, um, all right, maybe not that one. So then we went with we went with uh, Pyromaniacs. <laughs> because we're just like a little better i mean it's better but it's still pretty bad for a band name it's because our, our yeah. thing was just like our stage show is gonna have nothing but fire and th <laughs> this was before i discovered um ramstein like I mean, oh. I, i've heard of them but i never seen their stage show so i was just like i was like there's band like kiss uses a lot of fire but there's like a lot of other stuff to it and ours was just like we yeah. just want fire everywhere 
And then yeah. a few years later, I saw Ramstein, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, this like, band, oh, yeah, but they're um, already doing it. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. Back to your your story. yeah. No, it was just it was that for years. Like you know, like me and my cousin and my uh, you know my uncle was kind of like you know managing us and getting us shows and we did a lot of bars and not to ramble but you know you know that whole thing yeah. we do all the bars and everything how, and how uh old, how old were you when you're when you're doing that oh man <laughs> i don't know if it, can you actually say it no um i think the first time we started playing bars uh, we were early teens like it like we'd have to leave right after we'd play oh, you know right. like there's yeah. certain certain restrictions and and we would go before they open to like set up and do the sound check and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, because I, I was because I was gonna say too. Um, I mean, I, I didn't really start playing bars until I was like sixteen or seventeen. But <laughs> yeah, even then, a lot of them, some of them, like they would kind of let you sit in there and they just like give you an X on your hand or whatever. But a lot of them, oh yeah, a lot of them, like I had to wait outside. Like we we couldn't get there to set up early because you know out here in LA everything's. It's different out here. It's already right? open. Yeah. yeah. So, um, like for us, I basically, we had to get there at a certain time, whatever time loading was for the band, but I had to wait outside until like 15 minutes before our set. I could go inside, get on stage, play the set, and then I had to go outside. Oh. And oh. there was multiple times, because at this point I didn't have a car yet, and there's multiple times when we, um, we played a show and I drove with some of the other guys in the band that were 21 and we had to we had to set up um or we set up everything we played the show i went out and like they still wanted to hang out with people there and we went outside and they were going to take me home first and then come back but <laughs> our car was blocked in and we didn't know who uh -huh. it was and they went inside and I, and i was sitting outside for about I think like two and a half hours before oh my I was gosh. able to leave. Yeah. So how much older were they than you? Um I I think I was not that much. I was like seventeen and they were like twenty two, maybe. I mean, oh, okay. I mean we were all still kids, but it was, you know. They wanted yeah. to party. They were <laughs> they were allowed to be there. <laughs> yeah. Um huh. yeah. But that yeah. that was fun. Good times. Oh yeah, well, I yeah that was, and we used to do a lot of like we used to do like bike rallies and stuff too because that was that was kind of our main thing, it's like biker bars and bike rallies, which was the most fun. It was so fun, and uh, yeah, we did that for years and years. We'd go do weekends at shows, load up after school, <laughs> yeah, and go. Uh, it was just the coolest thing, and then. Uh, and after I got out of high school, so I moved out here when I was 21, like literally, like I had just turned 21. Uh, my birthday is March 5th, and I got here April 1st, so right away. But leading up to that, um, you know, me and Storm had bands, and, and we'll get to Storm in a while. But uh, <laughs> Storm, I don't know if you're seeing this. Um, so we had bands out here, but it wasn't ever going. And, you know, it's 
Western Oklahoma, as great it is as it is to live there, and the people are great and everything is awesome, but to be in a band, it's, I hate to say it, but there's no point. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, and me and Storm kind of, um, we were just playing songs and I was singing and playing guitar and it wasn't what, like, I would sing because we didn't have a singer, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's Storm like, was like, Hey, that, huh? That's like me playing drums in the band right now. I'm playing oh, yeah, drums. Exactly. I'm playing drums. Cause we don't have a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, five years, you know, we're, or six years, we're coming around. <laughs> you're, you're hanging in there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I remember one day storm coming up and was like, Hey, uh, I met this dude. He's, uh, he, uh, he has a really cool voice and he's in a band, but you know, he's, he's feeling it's not going anywhere, this and that. And I told him that we're thinking about moving to LA. And so it's like, well, let's hang out. And we hung out with him a couple of times. Well, that guy was Tyler. <laughs> and, uh, dude, me and Tyler only spent like, we only hung out like, I think three times before we were like, all right, well, we're leaving next week. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to, you know, make a band happen, meet us out in LA. <laughs> and he, and he, and he did. He we showed up April 1st, checked into the hotel. The, the Highland Gardens Hotel, we checked in April 1st and uh June 1st, Tyler showed up knocking at the door. So wow. it was all a very quick process. Yeah. It's funny cuz because knowing Tyler now, I feel like that's something he would never do. <laughs> like, just on a whim, just move. I mean, it, it was probably more than a whim. I'm sure st stuff led up to it with him as well. But it's just, yeah, he he's so, like, structured and, and needs, like, to me, it seems yeah. like he, he, he needs a plan of what's going to happen. And that's just yeah. so... You know, like, you, you don't know what's going to happen. It's it's a scary thing moving. It's like halfway across the country. And yeah, you guys, you guys didn't really know anyone out here, right? Like, you didn't... Not at all. Not even a, not yeah. a single person. <laughs> except yeah. except um, um, you met me, like, a week before that, right? Or Yeah, so I'm kind of curious. Your side of this. I mean, I, I, I kind of know, but... Well, you know, before you we know get to that... Walter's asking, have have you ever heard of a '90s band from Norman, Oklahoma, called Chainsaw Kittens? No, but I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty cool name. I've, I've no, not I, heard of them I, I didn't. I didn't spend a whole lot of time in Oklahoma City. Like I said, I'm from tiny little town. There's nothing going on. Maybe uh, maybe all. Tyler's heard of them because he's where's he? He's from Norman, isn't he? Or where's he from? He's actually from Norman. I'm. Yeah. I would put money on it. He started that Tyler. That <laughs> yeah, it's probably Tyler's side project. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't. We we told the other guys. Um. Th they're a little busy tonight, but they might show up at some point tonight. I'm not sure. But um. We'll see. It's mostly me and you tonight, though. But um. So what, what were you gonna ask? You were you were saying something about my side. Yeah. Something. No, I'm just curious because. Okay, so I got here, and uh, basically when we met you, but 
you know, before we met you, it was just me and Storm. And those of you don't, I'm sure most everybody knows of the infamous Storm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, me and Storm, who was the other guitar player, uh, me and him moved out here together. We grew up together, basically. We like, you know. Uh, but me and him moved out here, uh, still waiting on Tyler to show up. So for a whole month, it was just us hanging out. We didn't know anybody, uh, you know, at all. And so it was just us hanging out. So there's not a whole lot going on there. But we had met your bandmates at the time. Yeah. So if you want to... Okay. Um, yeah, it's some of it's a little fuzzy for me because I I I didn't meet you the same time that uh, that Travis met you. Because, yeah. Okay. So at at the time when I met these guys, it was before you moved here, right? You were just like we were just you were visiting. checking it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I I was in this band called Scarlet Vice. Dang it! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I told you that was going to happen. That looked great. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Was it in slow motion? Yeah. Totally. You're just trying to take attention away because it's my turn to talk. That's <laughs> um, Look over here. I, I was in this band. At the time, I was playing bass and singing. And um, I was in this band called Scarlet Vice. And we had a show at the Whiskey with this band called Junkyard from the 80s. And... Um, so Tyler, Mark, and Storm just happened to be there. I guess you guys came out here to just check out LA and see what it's like before you moved out here and all that stuff. Yeah. And then also they're fans of Junkyard. So um, anyway, so we played we played a set before them, and I saw these three guys in the crowd. And um, they they looked like people I wanted to be in a band with since, like, middle school. Because they were... Um, I'm... I'm a big '80s guy, as you could tell from my records up here. <laughs> um, I I like the the hairspray and the leather and all that crap, and um, so I saw these guys in the crowd because my band they were a little more toned down. They wore jeans and it wasn't like too like we played rock music, but it wasn't too dressy. And I like the the dressing up and the hairspray and the. I'm like the, the only band, the only guy in the band that wears the makeup, but um, you know, I'm, it doesn't have to be super glam, but I'm just I'm more into glam. But anyway, um, so I saw I saw Tyler, Mark, and Storm in the crowd, and Tyler was, I guess what most people would say is he looks like Axl Rose, so minus like, I don't know, like minus the hairspray from the '80s, but basically just like, you know, he he has like that Axl look from Sweet Child of Mine video. And then Mark was there. He had a bandana on. He's not on it. purpose, by the way. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> like, it's it's not. Yeah, he's not copying. Like, <laughs> that's his. It, that's his thing to talk a, about. I know that's a thing. That's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing. We could be on that for hours, but yeah, um, we get we get called a Guns N' Roses or asked all the time if we're a Guns N' Roses tribute band, and no, we're not. But um, I get it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but anyway, he was he was dressed like that, and then you were wearing um your LA gun shirt, which I now have. Yeah. And <laughs> you have everybody. I do. I do. You're wearing your LA if gun shirt. Ever, hey, if, if you guys are ever missing a, like a band shirt. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I I <laughs> I haven't bought a shirt in years. I just collect them from other people. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so you were wearing your LA gun shirt. You, you were wearing a bandana, which you haven't done in years, but, and your hair wasn't like teased up, but it was a little, you know, and then storm back then used to go like full, like shout at the devil. Oh, yeah. Like he, he had oh, yeah. the full Nikki six hair. He had like the red streak in it. He had, he was wearing the lipstick and the eyeliner and everything. Anyway. So I, I all in. <laughs> oh yeah. And I saw these guys in the crowd, just like out of everyone in the crowd, if you've ever been to the whiskey, you kind of know what the crowd's like. And I mean, there's a lot of cool people, but it's not like it used to be back in the eighties. And so when you see people like that, they kind of stand out to me at least. And I played there a few times. So, and this is the first time I ever saw people that look like that in the crowd. And at the time we were covering, um, 10 seconds to love by Motley Crue, which was a bad idea. Cause, <laughs> um, my singing register was not great. I'm not really a singer, but I, you know, but anyway, so, um, I just saw these guys in the crowd and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to dedicate this song to those guys. Cause they, I don't, I've never seen them around here before, but they look cool. I think they'll enjoy this song. So I was like, this is for you guys. And they came up to the front and they freaking rocked out the whole song. And then, um, so after the show, uh, after we were done, we like, Put our, took our stuff off stage and I was looking for the guys in the crowd and I was trying to find out where they were <laughs> and I never found them and I was like well I guess either they didn't like it and left or I don't know I was just like I guess I'll never see them again but that was cool and could I just we flew back to Oklahoma like the next night like so and we didn't decide that we we're moving to LA by this point so just the kind of like how crazy that is and how it worked out is that like we never met you mm -hmm. and we had no intentions of moving to LA. Like, I mean, it was of course thrown around, but it was never a real plan or anything. So we left. So, so we never met you. So that's kind of, I don't know. I just think that's kind of funny the way that worked out. It sounds like a bad, like sitcom. Yeah. Like, it sounds like it could be an episode of how I met your mother. <laughs> hey, now, <laughs> like you've seen one season. Left. You think, you know, the whole show, huh? I do. I've been, I do. I've been trying to get this guy to watch how I met your mother for like six years now or however long I've known him. And finally, because yeah. he has nothing else to do because he's locked up in his house, he decided to watch it and he's enjoying it. I actually really like it. It's a <laughs> fantastic show. But anyway, yeah. so. Um, later on, I found out what happened was, <laughs> was these guys, uh, tried to sneak some whiskey into the whiskey, a go-go. And of course they got caught, but they couldn't um, respect the irony. Yeah, I know they, you know, like I said, the whiskey's not like it used to be back in the day. If anyone's not from California, <laughs> Um, it's not, it's not what you think it is. It's not like it looks in the movies, which actually I want to ask you about in a second, but, um, it turns out that Travis actually, that he was the guitar player in, in uh, my band at the time. He actually found them outside and talked upstate. to them. Oh, it was upstate. Oh, this was before he got kicked out. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I always thought it was yeah. outside. I, I never even saw yeah. you guys anywhere. So, no. okay. Yeah. 
You so were too I, busy being rock star backstage. So I guess somehow they got upstairs <laughs> without a backstage pass. No, 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 no. Just up upstairs. Like. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. See, like I said, it's, it's fuzzy for me because I wasn't there. I don't know. I, I just know what you told for, me. Yeah. And I'm terrible at telling stories. But like if anybody that hasn't been to the whiskey, there's some people will say upstairs referring to backstage because backstage is upstairs upstairs mm -hmm. <laughs> but the, there's a balcony to view the yeah. stage so. yeah it's it's three stories basically yeah but um okay so yeah then travis talked to you guys up in the back or upstairs second second floor and um but by the time i got there you guys were gone and I didn't know he talked to you guys until like a couple weeks later. Oh, wow. When, um, I guess that could lead into talking about the first time, like we started playing together and stuff. Cause basically, um, I was just like, well, that's that, I guess we'll never see them again. And then yeah. I, I guess it was our next practice. Maybe I don't remember, but we, we mentioned, or I mentioned, how you guys were at the show yeah. and whatever. And then he said, Oh yeah, I talked to them. I got one of their numbers or something like that. Yeah. Tyler. I was like, yeah. And I was like, Oh cool. And he's, and he said something about, I, I guess you guys were planning to move out there and he's like, we should hang out with them and like help them get shows and stuff. And I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that was, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, and that kind of ties into something we can talk about, like, you know, timeline-wise way later, you know, like with building band friendships, you know, certain bands that you kind of become friends with, like Electric Hound and all them. Mm -hmm. uh, but that, like, you guys were our first, like, band friends, which we never even thought of, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's kind of a useful thing, like, knowing people in other bands that are doing kind of the same thing you are. So that was kind of cool for us is like having you guys. Yeah. Because you, know? you guys were trying to help us, like, you know, bring us, bringing us up on stage. Yeah. Apparently I tried a little too hard because I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, I'm still yeah. trying to help you. I'm not, yeah. I'm not yeah. officially part of the band. I'm just trying to help you guys make it as your fill in drummer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it'll it, it'll get there. Uh, Walter's asking if Gunslinger's ever coming out on vinyl. Um, it's planned. It we don't know it when will. yet. It, it's it's kind of a tough thing because I don't know. We've we've talked a lot about it, and we we all definitely want it. It's just um, it's expensive, and it's kind of it's kind of hard to do because. To make, we've looked into it a lot, and to make vinyls for a lot of places, because it's not very common anymore, even though it's kind of getting more popular again. But, yeah. um, a lot of places you need like at least 150 copies, and some are even more than that. And just as much as vinyls are selling right now, and as much as we're selling personally as a band, it's not it doesn't look too good for us right now. Cause like, yeah. I think we looked into it and it was, it was like somewhere between 3000 and $5,000, I think to get them pressed. Right. I think it, no, I think it was like 
I think it was 3,000, but it wasn't like a crazy amount of them. Um, we were starting to, that's the thing, we were starting to find better deals, but then at the same time, we're already starting to look at, which we can get into another time or whatever, but you know, we're already winding down the gunslinger thing. Yeah, we're, we've, we've been working on the second album now, which, yeah. which I mean, doesn't, you, which, go ahead. I was just going to say, even when the second album comes out, I think we, we're still going to try to release Gunslinger oh, yeah. on vinyl. Absolutely. It's just, yeah. it's really difficult, just like, because we don't have a huge fan base, and it's it's hard to sell them, because it came down, it was a big decision when we made the record. We, we had, a, a, like, five meetings about, like, five band meetings about, should we release it on CD? Should we try like half CD and half vinyl or should we do only vinyl? And it, there was a yeah. lot of thought into it. And like I said, we all definitely want it on vinyl because we all we all collect vinyl and we all have vinyl players and we love all that stuff. But it's it's really hard, at least financially yeah. right now. But um, I think eventually it'll happen. It just might. I There's no timeline right now for that. I don't know. The album might be a little overplayed by that time. But hey, as long as you like the album, yeah. <laughs> then, then yeah, you'll you'll get your you'll get your vinyl eventually. Yeah, uh, I, I'm still waiting for it. I want I want one. Yeah, I mean we even want to do it just for ourselves, even if no one buys it. But yeah, it's it's mostly a financial thing right now. Yeah, but um, um, yeah. So I guess your um, first your first rehearsal back. Uh, yeah. So Tyler or not Tyler? Uh, Travis talked to you guys before you you left back to Oklahoma and mm -hmm. do, do you remember oh no actually before that I wanted to ask you because I mentioned how the whiskey is not like it used to be in the 80s and it's definitely it looks different in movies so I, I just want to ask you um coming from you've never been to California before that right uh no oh well just yeah no no that was the first time yeah so what what made you think it was a good idea like why why <laughs> i don't i don't mean it like that but i just mean like what specifically was like why why did you decide hollywood and and what did you think it was gonna be like compared to what it was like because we're from the middle of nowhere and no no i'm just kidding uh well you know, that's that type of music that was popular in the 80s, uh, you know, the Motley Crue's, the Quiet Riots, and, and, all, and the Brat and all that, that was what we grew up on. And, and, you know, of course, I had my other types of music and stuff that I liked, but, like, during that time, the biggest stuff was the 80s stuff, and especially with uh, Storm, because Storm was – and Storm, I don't – I don't know if you're going to see this, but you can definitely agree. <laughs> this was the heaviest time for like that for for him especially for that '80s big hair glam, oh, yeah. Jake stuff. Oh yeah, and that made me immediately and, fall in love with him. Yeah, we we were besties yeah. for a while. Oh yeah, <laughs> at the beginning. And uh, but you know, even besides that, it's just such a because I'm a huge Alice Cooper fan. Uh, and ACDC, of course, and all those bands. And in the 70s, 
those bands like you would always see those um flyers from from yeah. back in the early 70s and so to me it was that with motley crew and all that stuff so and i have a question because knowing the way you are now and you like all the tiny details and researching things is that the reason you picked highland gardens because it because of alice cooper because that's where no no that, but that's a really good question i had no idea what was absolutely was no there idea. any reason you picked that place or did was it just because it was a convenient location like right convenient off location okay um uh, dude i didn't even know that janice joplin died there i didn't even know that and that's fairly well known yeah yeah i mean it was, a, it was a really cool place aside from the history there it was a really cool place and we have so many memories there which that's going to be a whole nother conversation because <laughs> another yeah another, but um, um yeah so they they ended up i mean we could get a little more into this part just like the beginning of it but um yeah they they moved to a place called highland gardens which was a hotel right off of what was it highland and franklin uh pretty much pretty much and um yeah that's where where janice joplin died and that's where alice cooper got signed signed and also also most more recently where ozzy just filmed his new music video that came out a couple months ago yeah um what's that video called i don't remember (laughs) you're the one that showed me so i don't remember yeah, I should I should know. It's not ordinary man, but it's the it's the other one. Yeah. Uh, I'm it was it was a really cool place though. We had such a great time, but like I said, there's so much to talk about there. We're not gonna get too into it today. But yeah. um so so what did what did you think it was gonna be like here compared to what it was like or what it is like? Um uh, Honestly, uh the first <laughs> The first eight months were exactly what I thought it would be. No, um, <laughs> no. Um, well, we moved out here. We didn't, you know, we didn't have that. You know, we weren't blindfolded, like believing it was still the eighties, like nothing mm-hmm. like that. But we were still going to have a good time, and we yeah. were still going to have fun. It, it didn't matter what was going on. Um, we just knew that this was a new place for us. Uh, music, you know, much more uh, accepted. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say accepted, but it, live music was more a thing out here than anywhere else I had experienced. So we were just just overwhelmed with how much different it was. Yeah. You know. Um, so, you know, starting a brand new band. That's exciting don't know anywhere or anybody that was pretty exciting (laughs) it was all cool it was all really cool it was um it was pretty much what we expected (laughs) well that's actually pretty cool because the reason i'm asking is is because a lot of people that i know of that come here from other states or other countries all they know about la or hollywood is what they see in movies and what they see like on tv or from the 80s and music videos so they're expecting like, I'm gonna move to LA, and I'm gonna play the whiskey, and I'm gonna be famous, and yeah. that's not how it works anymore. Or they just think like, like part of the reason I think personally why Hollywood Boulevard is so 
packed with tourists is because they're thinking like, I, I'm going to walk down Hollywood and just see famous people everywhere. Yeah. And, and maybe it used to be like that at, at one point, but it's not like that anymore. Like Hollywood, the street specifically, I mean, the city's not great either, but the street is just, it's a mess of just like, horrible. there's homeless people <laughs> everywhere. There's trash. It smells like piss. It it's smells horrible. like, it smells my, like poop. My, my dad came out here to visit, uh, whenever we played the Viper room with jet boy. Yeah. Um, and he, I was kind of telling him cause he, he was the closest he got to LA. He was dry docked in uh, San Diego and stuff. So he had never been to Hollywood and he came out here and I remember, uh, you know, like it's not that nice. It's not, <laughs> it's, kind it's, of bad. it's horrible. If you want a, a pro insider tip, I've, I've lived in California my whole life. If you're looking, if you just want to come here to see famous people, the best places to go are for one, <laughs> for one Melrose, you'll sometimes see people. If you go in the shops, I know, um, uh, D Snyder goes, goes to Melrose. Um, mm-hmm. there's this place. I don't know. Is, is, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, that place you used to go to all the time, um, where you got your vest. What is it? Armored Forgotten Saints? Saints. Yeah, Forgotten Saints. Huh. Um, <laughs> that's where DJ Ashba gets a lot of his stuff from. He gets it like custom made <laughs> there. So you'll see. But that one's a little less common. You could go to Beverly Hills. Is You'll see a little bit more than Hollywood. But I think a big spot right now is uh, Crestline. No, not Crestline. That's where I live. Uh, Crestline. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what is it called? I can't think of it now. Um, you'll see Animal from the Pub. Calabasas. The Calabasas. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Calabasas in like Woodland Hills area. That's where, oh, yeah. uh, that's where they hang out. And like yeah. we, I went there before I, I went on a date with cat and we went to a movie theater out in Calabasas and I don't remember how much it cost, but it was expensive. But like inside the bathroom, like just the bathroom of this place, there was like couches, like all lined against the wall. It was like super nice in the bathroom though. It wasn't, like, cause I've been to a target before where there's like a small couch in the bathroom, but it's not like that. It's like the walls were super fancy. There's like full size mirrors, like across the whole entire thing. They have the, the dude in like a, a tuxedo with the, the towel on his arm, like waiting to dry your hands. <laughs> and I was like, where am I? Oh, that's I? so frustrating. And there's like candy everywhere. Yeah. Cause I was like, I could dry my own hands and I don't want to tip you $10 to. Dude, I've got it. <laughs> Unless you take card, I've yeah, got it. Yeah. Oh, didn't that happen at the that last um, that, yeah that party we went to? There was a dude. Was except so that mad. place, that place wasn't even nice though. I forgot what it was called. I don't even know if he worked there. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. But there was a dude in the bathroom. It was just like a bar on Hollywood, and it, it wasn't a and, nice. Okay. Go ahead. So I I will say you know a lot of times whenever they have services like that they'll have a guy dressed in a tux or something really nice, you know, and doing, they'll squirt soap in your hand and all that stupid stuff. <laughs> and, uh, but at least he's dressed nice and he looks like he works there. Yeah. <laughs> like not this time. Yeah. It was just some dude in the bathroom, just like wearing regular clothes. And like I said, it wasn't a nice place. It was just a regular bar. Like imagine walking into, um, I guess the rainbow. Someone, uh, someone mentioned the rainbow. Imagine walking into the rainbow, going to the bathroom, 
and then there's just like a dude dressed like me just like wearing a shirt or whatever with a, <laughs> and just like trying to squirt soap in your arm or your hand and then they're just like waiting for a tip and then so what happened because you mentioned the credit card thing i don't remember if it was you or tyler who said it but um they're looking for a tip and 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 you just said uh i don't have any cash on me and they're like oh we take zell or something like or we take i think they have like the square credit card reader they're like we take card no it was straight up zell was, was that was that zell. you was that you they said it to yeah let me get your email address <laughs> that's funny you got to sign up for a newsletter for because they dried your hands <laughs> oh my god oh anyway um getting back on track though <laughs> so we were talking about how okay so you guys you guys came you came here before you moved out here to yeah just to check it out you saw junkyard my bandmate at the yeah, time no we didn't. Oh see no! Junkyard. You saw you saw Scarlet Vice and got kicked out. That's right. We we wanted to see Junkyard. <laughs> you saw the band that mattered. It's fine. Um, no, you you saw Scarlet Vice and then um, Travis talked to you guys. You got kicked out. You flew hey, back. But imagine home. if we didn't see the opening band and did see Junkyard. Then I know I wouldn't know you. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, so you guys, you moved back to Oklahoma. I thought I'd never see you again. And then Travis mentions like a week or two later, whenever we meet up again after the show, that that he talked to you guys outside. He got Tyler's number. And you were planning to move out here in a couple weeks. And I was like, oh. And then that's when he was like, yeah, we should help him out and hook him up with shows and whatever. And so that kind of leads to, um, I guess, the first... well. I was going to say the first time we played the songs, but I guess before that we actually jammed a few times uh, when I was still playing bass. Cause oh, that's right. Which is time, all over YouTube. Oh yeah, it is. If you want to check it out. I don't know what it's yeah. under or who posted it's it. It's under Leather Duchess. But, um, uh, it's not It's not our official one, but if you type in Leather Duchess, yeah, you'll, you'll yeah, find Yeah, it's posted by other people, but rare, rare YouTube footage of... Um, <laughs> Before I started playing drums with these guys, because I was still in Scarlet Vice when they moved out here. Uh, you'll tell this story better than me. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, you grabbing Sorry. a beer? Very Shut professional. Up. I know. Bye. <laughs> um, so before they moved out here, I was still in Scarlet Vice. Or when they moved out here, I was still in Scarlet Vice. And then at the time, we were all over 21 except for Storm, who I think was 20. And he was turning 21 in a few months. But we had a show at the Viper Room, and then, and at that place you have to be 21 to play there because there's some places out here where you, you could be under 21 and you have to just wait outside, like I mentioned earlier, or, um, and then there's places like the Viper Room where you have to be 21 or you can't come inside or do anything. Um, I don't know if they might have changed the rules because that place has been under different management a few times. But when we were playing there at the time, you couldn't even go inside, so. We had a show there with Scarlet Vice, and then um, we told the guy, we told Mark and Tyler that if they wanted to come and play a song with us, then we could do a song. And they happened to know some Guns N' Roses, coincidentally. Again, not being a Guns N' Roses tribute band, but where are we? I'm talking about. Oh no, no. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, the Viper Room still. I'm just okay. saying. Um, so. 
we started playing or we told them we could play it's so easy because in scarlet Which, Vice, let me put a go ahead finish that but i'm just gonna say i'm gonna put a pin in that uh something about uh storm's age but keep going oh well i, I talked about that a little bit but oh, you, did you? you can come back okay. to it but um yeah so again not being a guns and roses tribute band but scarlet vice just happened to cover that song already and then tyler if you're familiar with his vocal style it's more aggressive and kind of like old school axel slash dangerous toys if you know who they are but um so we pulled him on stage and we played it's so easy with them and so tyler took the mic and i was just playing bass and so we played there and then we played a show i think at the stardust is where the other one was in downey yeah and that one i think we played night train didn't we or was it it's so easy again um i don't remember that one my memory is better than yours believe it or not Probably. for that one yeah which is very rare i blocked i blocked that one me. out i blocked that one out because that big budweiser sign in the back i don't like to think about it <laughs> i do uh but uh that one my memory somehow actually is a little bit sharper than yours which is rare because if anybody knows me they know my memory it's not that what were we saying but uh <laughs> not that great and uh, <laughs> uh that one i remember you not to steal your story but um I, that one you guys are playing and you guys sent the little offer Oh, Tyler says, I'm on my laptop if you want to punch me in. Well, Tyler, you got to do the work. Do, you got to send a Skype? request. <laughs> if, you have to call us on Skype. So you got to, if you don't have Skype, you got to uh, install and sign in and all that crap. Do, do you want to text him that? Because my camera is my texting machine. Well, I I just said it because if he's watching. No, he's, he's not. I guarantee 100%. No, he's not, he's not watching. He's just, all right, you do your story. 100%. And you, you okay. finish what you're saying, I'll text him. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, what were you saying? Oh, yeah. So, uh, they were playing a show in Downey, which is south from Hollywood. It's like a little closer to downtown L.A. And uh, there's a place called the Stardust, uh, a little dive bar. And they were playing there, and this was right after the Viper Room thing, and we were still brand new. We hadn't played a show. I don't even, and maybe Jake can correct me. I'm not sure, but I don't think we had written the three songs yet, which we had mentioned earlier. Um, but we were just, we were just desperate to play on stage. We wanted to play as much as we could, anywhere we could. And I remember Travis texted us and was like, "Hey, we're." we're playing down here. If you guys want to show up, we'll bring you up on stage and play a song. And keep in and mind, so we, keep in mind at this point, I still haven't met you guys yeah. yet. I've only at this point, I've still only seen you from the stage at the whiskey. And oh, that's right. And he told me he's like, which obviously I was cool with. Cause like I said, I thought I'd never see you guys again. And I thought you were cool, but um, yeah, he was like, Oh, those guys are, are coming to the Viper room show. Do you mind if they yeah. come up and play a song with us? And I was like, hell yeah, man, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we came up and we did the It's So Easy. And uh, then the part you don't remember for some reason is that later on, 
you called me up on stage, but not to play guitar, but you gave me your bass. Why is Tyler FaceTiming me? <laughs> All right, you <laughs> wait, you tell the story. I'm going to see what he wants. <laughs> okay. And uh, I got up on stage and started playing bass, and Jake was just singing, and we did 10 Seconds to Love uh, by Motley Crue, of course. And that was pretty cool. I hadn't played bass in years. Can you guys hear that? Oh, that's just the... Okay. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. We did that one. We did that. I don't think we did... I think it was just those two songs. And uh, they continued on, and they did their set and stuff. And we still, like... The only communication me and Jake had was on stage. Even after the show, I didn't even talk to him after the show, I don't think. Uh, I think there was some band drama that night. That, that might have been. Right, Jake? Are you talking about the uh, the Stardust show or the, the Viper Room show? Yeah, like I don't even think I talked to you after that show either. Because the first time I ever actually talked to you was at Jimmy's house, which is a whole other story. We, um, we didn't. Talk, I still didn't talk. I don't to think you. we talked at all at the Viper Room show because that's when or, or Stardust. Well, no, that one we did a little bit because um, I didn't. Maybe not you. <laughs> I, I don't know. You probably talked to Tyler. I'm not what, as I'm not a social butterfly like Tyler. All right, hold on. Tyler's trying to figure it out, but um, I just hung up on him. <laughs> but um, at the at the Viper Room, you guys basically you came on stage, we played the song, and then you left because Storm was there because he tried to get inside but he couldn't. No, 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 he he was still at the hotel. Oh, was he? I thought he went there. Didn't he try no. to get in? I don't no, know. I don't know anything the... about our history. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't know because you were in the other band, buddy. I know. No, um, no, we we had to leave Storm. <laughs> Sorry, Storm. We had to leave Storm at the hotel because you guys offered for us to get up on stage at the Viper Room. And think about this in our head: the Viper Room. This is where you know River Phoenix died. This is Johnny Depp's old place. This is oh, the yeah. Viper Room. You know, it's like, yeah, sure. There's the whiskey across the stage, but this is the Viper Room. Yeah. And uh and so we we're like, of course. So we even got I, I got to play my own guitar that night, which is great. For any guitar players listening, you know how great it is to actually play your own guitar. Um but yeah, Storm was only twenty years old at the time. Yeah. And so um uh, not like I was much ahead of him there. I was barely twenty one. We walked two miles down the street uh to the to the viper room to do that but, yeah storm had to stay home because this was also before lyft and uber was a thing wasn't it or maybe it was like just yeah. uh, just kind of starting i don't remember exactly when it started but i didn't i had never heard of it at the time we were still taking taxis yeah. which were expensive yeah I, the whole highland gardens era we basically walked everywhere so I yeah. maybe it was a thing and we just didn't know about it. I I don't remember, but um, yeah, I think I think it was a thing. I just I only knew of taxis. Yeah, but yeah. So the Stardust, 
the Stardust um, at that show. So th there was a little bit of time between the Viper Room and the Stardust. So I guess before we get to that, so what happened was, um, oh, here's Tyler. Let me see if I can add. Oh him. yeah. Let me see if I can add on. Lead vocals. Okay, you're on. That put Mark on hold. Uh, this is Johnny Depp's old place. This is oh, the yeah. Viper Room. All right, you got to mute the computer though, because I'm getting yeah, feedback sure. on that. Um, I'm not sure if I could, and, uh, could I like so have both of these going? So I don't know. We even got, I, think you can I, I got it. to play my own guitar that night, which is great for any guitar players listening. Um, all right, please hold ladies and gentlemen while I try to, <laughs> while I try to figure out what's happening. Meet now. What's this? Share the invite with anyone. Okay. Uh, start call? Who am I calling? I'm the only person on the call. You? I don't know what's happening. No? Hello? Hi, you're here. We probably okay. sh we should have figured out this three-way call before we started this. I'm not I know, exactly... I was thinking of that earlier. I was like, I really don't know how to do this. I just know you can. Yeah. Oh, wait, maybe up here. Add people. Here we go. Okay, I found it. So now... You know, the only thing that sucks is I'm seeing your screen. I'm not seeing the actual thing. Add. Really? Did you see... Wait, seeing <laughs> what? I'm confused. Oh, man. I know everybody's got to do it, Tyler, but... Okay, I think he's. I'm calling him. I think. Yeah, he's busy right now. Did you see his text of the band chat? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me uh, hang. Well, I figured out how to do it, so that's fine. I think it would make it more entertaining if he answered right there. I know. Well, that's fine. We'll we'll call him in a minute. So back to what I was saying. So, we played the how viper room. What's that? Oh. I can't I got to share the screen again. That's why. For you. There's no way for me to see the actual Facebooky thing, is there? Um, probably not. Not unless you have like a laptop or something. <laughs> That'll never happen. You won't get me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so we played the Viper Room show, and then in between that, there was a little bit of band drama going on with my band, Scarlet Vice before the stardust show and then so what happened because the stardust show we played the stardust show and then like you said i called you up um to play bass and then i i just sang i think we played night train right uh 10 seconds to love oh okay not even close so um oh yeah because i was singing why would we play night train i can't sing that yeah you gave me your bass yeah right okay and then um you guys hung out for a while. I, I think you're right oh, that, yeah. we, that we didn't talk that much. I, I mostly... mean, you still did not even... No, not even that much. Like, I still had not, like, not out of rudeness, but me and him did not say a single word to each other. I don't even think I've seen you. I'm... 
I'm well, one of those people. No, like, we were I, we were I, definitely in the same spot because I remember um, I remember we were playing pool. Not me and you, but uh, I think me and Storm were playing pool. I was talking I was to high. Tyler, and you were there. <laughs> <laughs> you were just being a little creeper on the side, just like yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because because now you and me are like besties. Oh yeah, like you're my best friend and at the oh, yeah. time we didn't talk oh we didn't even like, know like, we didn't even start talking really. until later <laughs> i mean i know like i'd say what's up but like we for some reason we just it's not that we argued and like we didn't hate each other we but didn't click. yeah we didn't click for a while yeah but um yeah so yeah so there was some some band drama going on so basically what happened was someone it's funny that I play drums now and I'm not, like not in any, any type of like, I'm not trying to say that I'm like a great drummer or anything, but just as, like as good as I am at drums now, it's kind of funny. Cause I honestly, at that point, haven't really played drums that much when I first joined yeah. leather Duchess, because I started, at a young age, I started on piano and then obviously I went like I went through the guitar phase and like the whole middle school, you know, I want to be a guitar player and whatever. And some people like some people just don't grow out of that. But but um, no, I, I, start, I started on piano and then I, I was playing guitar for a while. And then I joined a band in in middle school playing guitar and then. um. I started playing bass just because I, I wanted to be in a band that was like playing shows in middle school. Obviously we weren't doing that much. And I found a band in high school that needed a bass player. And I was like, well, I play guitar. I could probably figure it out. So that's kind of how I went into bass. And then I'm not going to get into the whole background of what happened, but basically I'm, I'm mostly just talking about Scarlet Vice because that led into Leather Duchess. But so I started playing bass. I did. And then I was in Scarlet Vice playing bass. And then the only reason I started playing drums is because my brother had a drum kit and I didn't like practice Which brother just just for for you uh my middle brother Matt the one in the Navy yeah okay so um <laughs> he had a drum kit and I just used to kind of jam on it every once in a while and for me it just kind of worked like I'm not saying I was great back then like I didn't really know what I was doing but I kind of skipped over that phase where I was like trying to figure out how to do, like the hand yeah well, like that that shows your music you're musically inclined in general yeah i think a lot of it honestly is as stupid as it might sound i think a lot of it is just air drums like I, it's not a horrible way to put it and especially listening to motley Crue my whole life like tommy lee i don't care who you are i don't care if you think motley Crue sucks i think objectively you could not like the band and I understand that. What's up, Sean, by the way. Um, I understand if you don't like the band or whatever, but I think objectively you have to admit that Tommy Lee is a fantastic drummer. Like oh, he's, he, he's a really good drummer. His timing's great. He has really cool beats and his drums have personality. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't like Motley Crue, like I'm not a like hip hop or dubstep or any of that fan, but even like his drumming and that crap is really good. <laughs> So I think that helped too, just like listening to them a lot and just like 
tapping on stuff and air drumming. I think that helped. But basically, yeah. like, the first time I sat down on a drum kit, I kind of skipped over the, like, how do I do this? And I, I literally sat down. It pro- Probably the timing wasn't great, but I was able to do, like, a... Yeah. Like, just a simple beat. And it kind of just went from there. So what happened was with Scarlet Vice is you guys finally moved out here. And... And I say finally, even though it was like two weeks, it wasn't that long. But, <laughs> it was a very quick process. But um, I think Tyler's ready. I'll call you in a second, though, after I'm done with this section. But um, so I like I kind of knew the drums a bit. I wasn't great, but like I could keep a beat or whatever. And then yeah. um, you guys moved out here, so it was you, Tyler on vocals, or you on guitar, in case no one knows. Mark plays guitar lead guitar and then Tyler on vocals and then storm the guy we've been talking about was playing rhythm guitar. And then before I jammed with you guys, you met this dude named Shane for bass. <laughs> and so all you needed was a drummer. So, um, oh, Travis, man. Travis and me, we, we, we liked you guys a lot and he wanted to hook you guys up. So we were trying to book a show and I think it was like two weeks maybe or maybe no i think it was like a month from when you guys moved here it was tiki lounge yeah the tiki Tiki lounge it was about a month from when you guys moved out here and yeah so he kind of offered up my services because i've I've jammed on the drums a couple times just at like parties and stuff with my band scarlet vice and people seem to like it so he kind of just told them like he could play drums if you guys want to play a few shows and get your feet wet and he'll just like fill in for now until you find somebody yeah. And then, so I was like, sure, why sure. not? Sure. And then, of course, they were down because they wanted to. to you we know, were just ready to play. Yeah. So it got really messy. I mean, obviously, there's two sides to every story, and I don't, I don't have anything against the guy anymore, and like he's. I, I think he's moved. I haven't talked to him in a while, but you know, he's in a whole different sp- spot in his life now and whatever. But like just at the time, like maybe he has a different side of the story and whatever. But for me, it was just like, I was basically coming. I was going to these guys house, like, or the, the hotel basically every weekend. And yes, there was a lot of like hanging out and partying and having fun and all that stuff. Because at the time they lived in Hollywood and I lived all the way in Ontario, California, not Canada, which is about (laughs) (laughs) it's like maybe a two hour. Might as well live in Canada now. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half to two hour drive, sometimes more depending on traffic. But I was I was coming over like every weekend, or just whenever I could, because, like, I was trying to get to know the songs, and. And the people, like you're, yeah, you were genuinely trying to hang out with us. It was because all of a sudden we had a show in a month. I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself though, because we're supposed to talk about the first time we jammed together. Um, I guess before oh, we yeah. get there, before we get there, let me add Tyler in. Okay. If I could, let me see if I can get this going here. Add. All right, I'm calling him up. Blow my mind if this works. I know. I'm gonna have to like change the screen settings though because he's gonna be on the same screen as you so let me uh yeah there he is let me actually like stretch this out though so i gotta move everything 
Are you not wearing a shirt? <laughs> no, I haven't worn a shirt in like four days. <laughs> it's, I don't. It's I don't know the best angle to do this because you guys are next to each other. I don't think I could change it anymore. Well, here, let me get up and move. See. Oh, actually, uh, Mark, turn your phone portrait. And then maybe I could like. There we go. Wait. I could, then I could do this. Look. Fancy. Are you on your computer, Tyler? Yeah. The only thing is... Can you both hear like, me? Yeah, I can hear you. Ah. All right. All the right. only thing is I have crap plugged into the bottom of my phone. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how to get me and Tyler going, though. Uh, did I fuck everything up? Yeah. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't prepare for this. Okay. I can catch the next session if it's not going to work. No, 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 no. You're good. No? We'll, we'll make it work. You know what? We'll just How about do, that? Here, watch. We'll do this. I'll I'll just have to be big and you guys have to be small. That's it. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> that's the way it works. Uh, let me get rid of this, though. I don't know why that's there. Okay. Boom. Boom. Bam. Perfect. I'll just scoot over. Scoot over. There, there you go. go. All right. We got the three of us. We're all here. Okay. Okay. So... So, I don't know where you're at in the, the Facebook video, but it's like 20 seconds behind from the actual uh, stream. Am I on the air? What's that? Am I on the air? Yes, you're on the air. You're, you're on live with uh, Leather Duchess. Do you have a cold one, though? Because it's called, it's called Cold One oh, with yeah, Leather Duchess. Have... I saw that it's called Cold Ones. I have a hot one. Oh, no. Put some ice in there. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh. I need to put some ice in there. <laughs> So we, okay, hey, so but although Hot Ones with Leather Duchess sounds pretty good, that sounds even actually better. Hot Ones doesn't work because that's the name of the YouTube channel where they eat chicken wings that are really oh, hot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good show. Um, okay, so basically where we left off is, um, after Star the, the Viper Room, show, I guess Jimmy's house party, right? Are, are we getting oh, the nitty gritty? Yeah, I think Dirty. I think we're touching we're touching on the surface. I'm just kidding. We don't. <laughs> yeah, we're not. <laughs> um, we're uh, we're not trying to get anybody uh, incriminated here. Well, yeah. actually, Tyler, since you're here, let me ask you. Because uh, I asked Mark this question earlier, being because you're also from Oakland. Oh, actually, by the way, uh, Walter Williams, one of the our viewers, was asking. Oh yeah. Because you're from Norman, Oklahoma, right? Uh, I'm from Oklahoma City. I lived in Norman for two years. Have yeah. you have you heard of a band from the '90s called uh, where is it? Chainsaw Kitty. From Norm uh, they're from Norman, Oklahoma. I want to say I've heard the name. Maybe even like seen some records at some local record stores or something. I I couldn't tell you what they sound like or what they look like or anything about them. But I do want to say that that name. Doesn't it sound familiar? Yeah, it sort of does. It does sound yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But um, okay. Um, but so, so I want to ask you, and I asked Mark this question: What was your before you moved out here? Like, what 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 did you think it was going to be like compared to what it was like? Oh man, <clears throat> my perceptions of it and the reality of it were were night and day different. It was nothing like I thought. Because <laughs> Mark kind of Mark kind of seems like he it was kind of like, what he expected, and uh, and to a degree, I, I think a degree. Like, I think a lot of we it. We all to be, knew it wasn't 
we all knew it wasn't 1986. Right, yeah. But at the same time, I didn't know it was that dead. Yeah. But but it was still, like, it was still fairly, only because we, kind like, us three kind of made it what we wanted it to be. That, that's what I was going to say. Even if it wasn't what you guys thought it was, I think a lot of the Highland that Gardens was, days, we kind of made it. Half that was my point. Yeah. yeah, that was my whole point was that I feel like we made it like what we expected. Someone here, Jacqueline, is claiming to have cut my hair before. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but if you did, I think I'm due for another haircut. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hook me up because I need some. Um, all right. Well, let me see if I could big screen Tyler in here and you could give your. Yeah. What, what it was like compared to what you thought it was going to be like? Um, I really didn't know what to expect. Like Mark said, I knew it wasn't 1987 anymore. Um, you know, I, I knew that uh, <clears throat> that whole scene was long gone. And uh, everything you see in like that decline of Western civilization movie, uh, you know, there were embers still burning of that scene. Um, and there's some hangers on. Um, around but i didn't really know what to expect i did know that it's got to be better than what i was living in because i mean the the scene in heavy air quotes there of what i was surrounded by was pretty uh suffocated and yeah non-existent really and right. especially for a band that wanted to look like we did there just wasn't anything for that it was like the local Norman scene, I guess, was just a bunch of, I guess you'd call them punk bands. Um, there really wasn't much going on. Um, certainly not any kind of scene that, that would uh, uphold the type of band that we wanted to be. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just kind of figured, you know, it's got to be better than, than what I'm surrounded by. So whatever it is, when I move out there, I'm cool with. And um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't what I thought. But not necessarily in like a, uh, you know, not a disappointing way. kind of way. Yeah, exactly. It was. Um, I mean, you, it's you, more than we had. Yeah. Yeah. When you go from a place like Oklahoma, that it feels pretty small town, even in the big city. Um, yeah. To a total Babylon that is Los Angeles. Yeah. Right. It's pretty eye-opening, especially doing it at the age we did. Yeah, I now three years old. And I've always wanted to ask you kind of like about that, like, even though you're from Oklahoma City and lived in Norman and stuff, it's still even that big of a place still had to have that kind of um, kind of like small community feel compared to here. Yeah, it does. There's a it, it's it's culturally very different um, in many ways. Um, I mean, you can you can do whatever you want here. You can look like a total freak, light yourself on fire, uh, whatever. No, no one yeah. pays attention to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like anyone who's from here, who has lived here, has pretty much seen it all. Well, because even yeah. in Oklahoma, something as simple as just being gay, isn't that already like a bad... <laughs> <laughs> like people look down on that, right? In Oklahoma? Uh, no, like... I mean, I know it's not as bad as it used to be, but I'm just saying, like, there might be some people that don't want to talk was, to you. 
the culture I mean, is certainly more conservative. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, it's not, yeah. There's not just open raging homophobia everywhere. I mean, yeah. not, not that. Bad. There's no, there's no parades down the street. I mean, yeah. for instance, freaking, um, in Hollywood, we have no pants day where everyone's walking around in their underwear. Oh God, no. Yeah. God, no. And yeah. Then we, and then we have think... the gay parade where there's like rainbow flags and people like spraying their hair and dudes wearing glitter makeup and all this stuff. Like, you don't see that in Oklahoma, right? No, no, not, you yeah. don't see it with, with, uh, with the same gusto that you see it here. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went to, uh, one of those parades in my full leathers one time, full leather daddy, Ron <laughs> hat, uh, leather pants, no shirt. It was a great time. Tyler. Um, I want to let you know, there's this dude, Walter Williams, that's been commenting. Hey, Walter. And he mentioned for one, the reason he got into us is because one of the videos you posted about your unboxing of uh, oh yeah your, your microphone no 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 the uh your opening of the Sirith Ungle I'm Alive <laughs> box set last year yeah he checked out our YouTube videos and saw your sell that our band totally kicks ass and then Thank he you. and then he just mentioned that you totally give him a Jason McMaster type vibe because Ooh. and he only says that because he saw the classic Dangerous Toys. No way. Back in the day. Wow. Well, Walter. Walter, we'll, Walter, we'll have you know that that is Tyler's favorite band of all time. One oh, yeah. of a big influence on our band. And if you look on YouTube, we have a video of us playing Tease and Pleasing with Jason McMaster in Texas. So far, that's the highlight and, so far. And on top of that, we have a show that's been postponed, but postponed. we have a show booked to open for Dangerous Toys at uh come and take it live in up. texas whenever stuff opens again it was supposed to be in june 6th but it, right now it's indefinitely postponed until further notice but uh that is this a big is compliment true. to all of us not to name drop but he did get on stage with this one that's time. true it's funny though because he's not saying that you sound like him he's just saying you look like him <laughs> but oh. it's still we'll still take it as a compliment no we no. we all love dangerous toys we're Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I think Tyler definitely brought that one into the band mostly, but I didn't. I like I knew just like everybody else. I knew the two songs, you know. I knew the two songs that were on Air Nation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one knows about their third album, which is a goddamn masterpiece. I do. I even have. I have their fourth album, by the way. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm doing my best to spread the gospel. They're, they, uh, unfortunately, they came about at that time where all that stuff was kind of getting flushed down the toilet. And uh, if you had any sort of uh, association with that whole, you know, movement in rock and roll, you kind of got flushed with it. Um, it's, but, like, it's like pain. Actually, their their artist, Tommy Pons, he's the one that made their album covers, right? I don't know. Was it all of them or the first two at least? No, he did all of them. All of, he did he our did album cover, our Leather Duchess album cover. If you look at their uh, Dangerous yeah. Toys first album and then our album cover, there's it's a very similar style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler, you want to talk about that poster? I know we're getting a little sidetracked off, but that poster. Which one? That is cool. The Dangerous Toys Leather Duchess. Like, oh, speaking yeah. of Tommy Pons and all that. Pons, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, no. When I heard that we were playing a show with them, I uh, 
at the brilliant idea that since it's the same artist that drew the clown mascot and our mascot, obviously he should do a concert poster for both of them. On I'd like to point out that I didn't even know about this until right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one told me, but that Have is you pretty. Not had access to the internet, sir. Well, hold on. May I interject? You weren't even going to come to this show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on. Doesn't mean I don't want to know these things. Yeah. You don't, get, uh, you don't see the cool you just don't, concept. You just don't hear what you, you, what you don't want to Wait, hear. Wait, I, I want to point out that it wasn't necessarily a personal choice. I we definitely know. wanted to be there. I know. That's a whole issue. We're um, all heartbroken. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, we cannot thank Mr. Uh, Mr. Billy from Electric Hound for, for stepping in. Oh yeah, dude. No offense, thank Jake. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't thank him at all. <laughs> thank you. I didn't finish. No, hey Jake, you know I love you, but maybe not for that show because you know I do want you to be there for that show and all that. But man, like, you gotta admit that would be interesting to see. I would. I honestly, I was playing. looking forward to seeing some video footage of it. I knew you were. I I figured you would be. Like as if a drummer, I. Yeah, if anything, you know? if if there's, if anything out of the whole, like, crappy situation, I was just like, it would be cool to see yeah. him play the songs, cause, um, okay, so and basically, we joke about that all the time, like, yeah. us covering them and them covering us, like, you know, just, so that just was just a short, weird. a short little recap of what happened, um, basically, so I play in a Motley Crue tribute band as well, and. I had a show booked that happened to be booked the same day as the Dangerous Toys show. We couldn't do anything about the scheduling, so we're good friends with this band called Electric Hound, which you should check out because they're freaking fantastic. And uh, the drummer for that band was going to fill in at the Dangerous Toys show for me. And so I was looking forward to seeing that because I thought it would be cool. But um, if there's one good thing that happened out of the world shutting down is now both shows are being <laughs> rescheduled. So now... Now I could be at both shows, so thank God I could go to the Dangerous Toys show. But unfortunately, uh, Billy won't be able to play. But yeah, we do thank him so much for at least, um, oh yeah, at least Dude, willing he, to do it. Without, last Dude, time, without I saw... hesitation, he yeah. just no, got yeah. it. Yeah, no, I'm that a, was awesome. I mean, uh, last time I spoke to him, they were still planning on coming out, so that that's oh, gonna that's be cool. a thing. Yeah, they full on like embraced it. He was just like, oh. I mean, if we're going to go out there, I'm just going to bring the whole band and we'll book shows around it. And we're like, all right, hey, that which works. Which is better for us. Like, yeah. hey, that's, totally. that's cool, dude. Um, so, but, yeah. Um, yeah, Walter, if you're still listening, um, the mighty Sirith Ungle released a new record today, actually. The first record in 30 years. And the single from it's ass. So, plug in them. Go check it out. You got to nice. find out. Available on Metal Play. Um. I guess one more thing to ask you, Tyler, while you're here, because you're more, you're the one mostly trying to get the vinyl happening. Although we all want it. Uh, yeah. 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 He asked earlier about if, if we're having a vinyl release. So what's your take on that? Because I basically said we all want it to happen. It's just kind of a financial issue right now, but maybe one day. But what do you think? What's your uh, your vinyl plan? Oh, it's absolutely going to happen. Um, I've. <laughs> I've crunched the numbers many, many ways. I've, I've gotten many quotes. I've contacted many companies. Uh, it's $4,300 to press 300 beautiful gatefold vinyl records. Mm. Um, so if I have to take out a loan to do that, then that's what we'll do. But it's going to happen. I, I don't know when. 
like they said, we're really doing it just because I want one on my own. <laughs> it's really just self-glorification. Yeah. We'll sell a whole 10 of them. But hey, um, at least, you know, it'll, I just feel like we, we put enough uh, love and effort into the record with the album art and the, uh, you know, the visuals and the imagery that it needs to be on vinyl. Like that's the fully realized vision. So, so, so with that... Will would that be the most you've ever spent on one record? $3,000 just so you have one record? <laughs> yes. Yes, it will be. All right. By far. <laughs> so let me know. Yes, it, it will be. I was actually, I was working. I got the uh, art templates from the uh, the pressing company. So I was I was getting all that in line. I made it. Oh, nice. There's a cool collage that's going to come inside of it. Um, linear notes, gatefold. Excuse me? Yeah, we tried. Speaking of the collage, we tried that for the the CD pressing, we we're going to have a collage inside, but it was just, there's was, a little one. I mean, as you know, a, a CD is 25% the size of an LP record. So yeah. you're, you're a little more limited there. Yeah. But also it was, it was the pricing with like how many pages are in it and everything too. So yeah. we tried to make the CD as cool as it could be, you know, um, with full booklet and, uh, all that, but, um, Yasmin the, is you know, asking, the, would there be a vinyl release party? What's I don't. I think so. Yasmin yeah. Davis. Okay. I think um, there definitely there, would we'll be. Say it again. Will there be a what? A, a vinyl release party. I friggin' hope so. Yeah, I think apps. I mean, we're already talking about trying to throw a big show just for our um, what is it, five or six? Our I don't know. Our our year. Yeah, whatever. However many years it's been. We're um, old. We like throwing big shows for no reason like that. So we yeah. We find any excuse to throw a party, so. Yeah. So I think wh whenever it happens, it definitely will happen at some point. Yes, there will be a, a final release party, I'm sure. Like, well, like we were saying earlier, it's like the, um, and not to get into news and all that stuff, but like, I mean, it's pretty obvious. The Gunslinger cycle is kind of, you know, it's coming to its end. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, we still want to push it and we still yeah. want everybody to go out and check it out. And if you haven't checked it out, make sure to do it because we put a lot of work into it and it's really pretty good. Yeah. And uh, so go still check it out. But like, of course, that was hasn't it been two years? It's been about two years now. So the, this, of course, now the record release party, I think, was June 6th. Uh, so uh, no, 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 June 6th. All oh, right, the sixth of the Dangerous Toys oh, show that was supposed to happen. You're like right. That. Well, yeah, this June so, will be two years. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, of course, we're starting to wind it down. Maybe not so much to wind it down, but we're starting to <clears throat> write for the next album and kind of get that process rolling. But um, we're, that doesn't mean we're gonna just totally abandon the Gunslinger thing. We we still want to put it out on vinyl. We still want, you know, we, we still have a music video to make for a gunslinger yeah. and all that. So yeah. yeah. And, anyways, and we so. were about to uh, film and release a music video for let me roam. We were, yeah. we just had a band meeting about it the week before this whole mess happened. That is true. We went scouting for location for film locations. We were talking about ideas and oh, we, yeah. we were still trying to, we were going to try to do at least like one music video a month or something like that. But, um, obviously things change right now. So it's kind of, it's kind of in a weird spot right now. Cause we've already been on the edge of like, um, 
we've been on the edge of like, should we move on and, and start the new album? Do we want to do a little bit more with this album? And so we're, we're trying to do a little bit of both and like do some music videos and release them a little bit at a time while we're working on the new album. But then like everything shut down and now it's, it's kind of like, what do we do now? Do we, cause it's like Mark said, it's going to be about two years since the album come, came out and it's, it's kind of getting to the point where it's time to move on. So it's like, like how much more can we do with this first album that came out before we yeah. kind of just let it go? Yeah. And, and you want to start introducing the new songs that like, which by the way, like you guys keep an eye out for some of these, whenever shows start coming back up, because we're going to start slowly putting these new songs into the, into the set list yeah we have like, like 10 songs that we're working on right now we almost have a full I, album like halfway through i i'm i'm really excited i don't know about you guys i know tyler you probably are but like we're all excited about these new songs and stuff so watch out for those dates because we're going to st slowly start sneaking them into the set list and stuff like that just to kind of test them out what we need to tweak and all this stuff and it might be time for a new record yeah because our our songwriting process i mean we we have a lot of different ways that we write songs but um, let me scoot over a little bit. But one thing we like to do, one thing especially specifically with Hoodoo Brown, the one the song we have a music video for. Oh man! We when we make a new song, we like to put it into our live shows, like every every couple shows, just to see how it feels when we play it, see how the crowd reacts to it. And Hoodoo Brown went through three or four different changes before different. we made the final version. Yeah, it was an Iron Maiden song at one time. Yeah, like the riff that is in this. Songs. Yeah, the riff that's in the song now was no nothing near the first version that we had. Oh, Jake, you'll you'll be happy to hear this. I just thought of this the other day, like little non-related Leather Duchess, but related Leather Duchess uh, history. And I thought of this last night when I was trying to go to sleep. Um, was like, where did that Hoodoo Brown riff come from? And I started thinking about it and thinking about it. I was like. It was at Disneyland. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Because I had, you know, you guys know, and everybody else doesn't, but I just probably like every other guitar player, I keep hundreds and hundreds of riffs on my phone, which is a terrible idea. Don't do that. And uh, I was, <laughs> I was waiting on my girlfriend. My girlfriend at the time was in the bathroom. We we're at Disneyland. We we're, uh, Jake, you'll know where this is. Kind of by, um, it, it, it's in, uh, kind of like by that Bear Cafe, the where the Winnie the Pooh ride is. Oh yeah, Critter you know, County. That bath. Yeah, yeah, Critter County. Uh, the bathroom around there. I was waiting on her, and I was just like, well, let me listen back to some of these riffs. Cause my mind is always working on this, and I was like, well, let me listen to some of those riffs. I'm like, oh, that one's really cool. Wait a minute. This hoodoo brown thing is starting to kind of suck. Like we don't have anything. <laughs> what if I just put that riff on that? And like, so yeah. So that's in my mind. That song came together at Disneyland. That's nice. <laughs> that's some good yeah, history. I remember, that. I remember the first time you played the riff, and I, I knew immediately that was it. Was you, like, guys, oh, yeah. you guys, oh uh, yeah. You guys talk. You guys talk about something. I'm gonna go bathroom real quick. I'll be back. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, that's a good... Let's go back to the hotel days. Uh, yeah. 
Like I've said, before, um, I, I wrote those for a song that Colton brought in, wherever you are, Colton. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he had a song that he, he wanted me to write some lyrics for, and I, I wrote him for that. And he ended up, you know, moving on and doing his own thing. And then I just had these lyrics that I thought were pretty good. And uh, Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Th those are old. Those have been around a long time. So. Wow. But, I liked them, and I was like, "This this could definitely be a song," but I just had to wait on you clowns to put a song together so I could have something to sing to. Yeah, I can't believe how many incarnations that song had. Oh, it was at least three or four. Yeah. 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 I just and remember, like, I couldn't even tell you how they went. There's been, <clears throat> there's no recordings of them or anything, but yeah, we yeah tried so many times, so many rough drafts of that song. That was the most forced song we've ever had in our life like yeah. because every other song has just kind of <clears throat> you know just came together right yeah ten minutes but that one just like stuck around for about a good solid year so the one you hear now folks is the best we had yeah sorry yeah that's, that's all we got forgot the rest were even worse so <laughs> <laughs> oh man well so going back to what I think where Jake left off, I think, um, where he had just started kind of jamming with us. There he goes. I hear him. Now, yeah, Jake. Anyway. Oh, I don't know. What? But, um, Did you say something? To oh, me? there you are. So where were you in the history where, where you were starting to come around oh. the Highland Gardens, I think? Yeah, so, um, well, we were getting to, to the house party. So, oh, that's right. Um, let's do this here so you can see me. Okay. Um, so we played the Vibe Room show. And then Travis offered me up, after you guys moved here, Travis offered me up as a fill-in drummer until he found a, a real drummer. And like I was saying, at this point, I wasn't, I never really played drums before, except just sitting down on my brother's kit. But at this point, I've had like less than a year of experience. So, but I've played a couple times, like with Scarlet Vice, when we had like house parties and stuff. Um, I don't know, people just like, they liked seeing me play drums for some reason. And if you've ever seen me play drums live before, I think part of it isn't necessarily how I sound, but just my performance, I guess. Because, like, a lot of drummers, when you watch them, they just kind of, like, you know, they're just kind of, like, calm and sit there and whatever. But I look like I'm having a seizure, basically. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> like, flailing around, like, rocking out and... I have this picture on my wall here, like jumping off my drum kit. And you look like those uh, those inflatable arm waving things. Yeah, the, the flailing yeah. inflatable arm tube man. Yeah, basically, those. you drum like. Because also, um, part oh of my, my god, that's spot on. Part of my drumming style is, I'm technically I'm left-handed, even though I play guitar like right hand. I play it what normal, whatever. Technically, I'm left-handed, but I have my drum set up and the regular style, like right-handed, but I don't, at least in it's this all band, looks with leather duchess, definitely guys. in this band, I don't, I don't play like this. I play like this, which I think cheap tricks drummer does that too. But, yeah. um, 
so because I feel like personally it gives me more, more room to move as opposed because this way like you know you're stuck with the hi-hat hand here so when you're hitting the snare like you can only do so much unless you're Zoltan then obviously you know you can do whatever you want and screw the song up but I'm not going to get into that but <laughs> but but so I play like I use my my hi-hat hand with my left hand I hit the snare with the right hand which I also personally feel that you could hit it harder that way because I could go way yeah. up here if I want and like smack that thing and um we actually just posted a picture I think this week on Instagram about how Mark shreds guitar and I shred cymbals <laughs> which I think Tyler posted that one but uh just because the way i play like so like i could you know i could do whatever and do all this stuff and um people just like seeing me play and thank you yasmin says i'm a good drummer and i think now i'm definitely a lot better than back then i'm i'm talking about like when i first joined leather duchess as a drummer i wasn't dude it's so weird how far you came as a person that's like yeah i'll fill in yeah because i wasn't that experienced as a drummer i was just doing it because I liked you guys a lot and you had the look I wanted. I knew I could dress the way I wanted to. I could, I could just be the, like what I it's, you were the band I was looking for basically. And you know, accepting. Yeah. And, um, so anyway, so Travis offered me up before I even had a say in it, just cause like I said, people at, at our house parties liked seeing me drum and whatever. And you guys needed a drummer. And I didn't know about it at all. He just told me. He was like, hey, um, these guys, I want to book them with a show for us. They're moving to L.A. in a couple weeks. And they need a drummer. So I told them you'd do it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess. And like, yeah, I, you were still in. You were, you were just, a, just a hand. You were like the unemployment. Yeah, yeah basically. And yeah. like, I haven't heard any of their music before. I was an inexperienced drummer. And but... um. So I think it was a week, a couple weeks after they moved here, our drummer, uh, we were having a house party at his place. And so we invited them to come over and like they, they had a nice, or he had a nice house out in Orange County and it was, um, Dude, they had, it was, okay. For anybody from like small town, but what he means by it's a nice house. What he really means is it's a giant house it had two stories and like for me from where i'm from it was that's a fancy house <laughs> they, they, yeah basically i mean i'm not i'm not trying to downplay it and say like it was all right like it was definitely a nice house i mean if you've been to orange like the city of orange it's yeah, a nice city the and there's a lot of nice houses but it was big enough where they had like an extra huge room upstairs where we just set up all of our gear we had a full drum set uh, our drummer set up his drum set up there. Mark, I think, brought his amp. Or he might have had Travis's amp. I don't remember. But we had amps and everything set up. So we had a whole house party there. And um, <laughs> the first night was the first time I think me and Mark actually spoke to each other in it person. Was, literally. And I've, I've talked to Tyler a bit at this point, And he was, he was the first one that kind of uh, started talking to me and getting me to know like the guys and everything and um but <laughs> one of my favorite memories though that me and mark Jesus. always always debate on but tyler's on my side Wait. on this one is we we have this mini keg it was about this big with a little tap on it that 
I was running around just shoving it in people's mouth and like turning the tap on and I swear it was Newcastle and Mark swears it was Heineken. But <laughs> it, was Newcastle. it was definitely and the reason I know it was Newcastle is because I don't mind Heineken so much being a light drinker. I don't like dark beers and to me Newcastle's like a pretty dark beer. And I remember not really liking it, but I was having a good time just like with the mini keg and like pouring it down everyone's mouth. No, 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 no. You were having a good time at other people's expenses. But I did it to myself too. But yes, well, yeah, you did. I was also too. doing it to you guys. But anyway, so that that was kind of like the first time we all kind of connected as like just like hanging out. That was the first time we really hung out just all together with um like no music involved we, we weren't we didn't have a show that night we just it was a whole weekend thing we they came friday we night just hanging out yeah they came friday night and we left sunday morning but um so friday night like we were, we played pool we went skinny dipping <laughs> with no girls there so that was a great oh, a great right. time just sausage fest skinny <laughs> one yeah. one <laughs> But uh, no, it was it was a good time. But um, and that was the first time we really kind of connected. And then so, the next day on Saturday was the day we decided to jam. And like I said, I've never heard your guys's music at all. And which we'll go back to how those songs came about. But yeah, at, at that point, I think um, at least like guitar wise, I don't know exactly where the lyrics were, but guitar wise, I think. Number 11 was pretty much written on my knees was yeah. like the idea was there, but it wasn't finished. And then gunslinger, I think was like halfway done or something like that. I could no, be gunslinger wrong. Was, it, I was well, done. A, a couple, it, it, we all know that like about a year after we kind of tweaked some things af, oh. after we were established altogether. But yeah. as far as we were concerned at the time, gunslinger gunslinger was the very first song that, ever got written oh okay from uh yeah yeah yep. um number 11 and all my knees came up or do we want to get into the songs or or do we yeah well um yeah i mean well so basically we so we went upstairs to the jam room and then we, we played a couple of scarlet oh. vice songs we played a couple of cover songs and whatever and we were just kind of jamming out and then paradise City. yeah we did paradise well that was the first song i ever played with you guys on the drums because first so at first, at first we were playing some scarlet vice songs so we had like our drummer and then i think uh you and St like we were just kind of switching off because we only had one guitar amp and one bass amp but we had we had four guitar players there because it was you storm and then travis and then chris our other guitar player we had two bass players which was me and and uh shane at the time he was there and then Jimmy was the only drummer aside from me filling in with you guys. And then I think I was mostly letting Tyler sing. Cause I was like, I'm not really a singer except for the Scarlet Vice songs. But anyway, yeah. So we we're just like switching off instruments here and there and playing different songs. And we played a few Scarlet Vice songs. We played some covers. And then finally uh, we got to paradise city and I was like, I'm pretty familiar with that song on drums and you all uh, pretty much knew that one, I think. Yeah. And so I was like, well, let's play a song and see how I sound on drums, I guess, and see how we sound together. And it wasn't too bad. I mean, you know, <laughs> compared to now, I'm sure it sounded awful. But just at the time, it was like, you know, it didn't sound that bad. So then I think at that point, we were like, well, why don't you play some originals? And then I'll just like 
kind of improvise and see what happens. And at that point, you guys haven't heard any drums or anything like to anything. the songs you've written yet. So like you had yet we still knew you were going to be the one that's playing well, drums with us and we hadn't heard anything. Well, because I, I remember you said you, you had Gunslinger, you had the riff and you, I think I don't know if you had all the lyrics yet. I don't know when that came, but I know you had you kind of had the melody idea. I was done at the time. Oh, was it like, uh, OK, yeah, or um, the first version of it was right. So we added the bridge thing later. But... Yeah. Yeah. And we tweaked a little bit and added some. But yeah, like it was it was basically finished then. And you all you've heard, though, is is when you were writing it, which was like vocals and guitar. And yeah. I just remember um, you played it. And honestly, that song out of all the songs that we have. Aside from what we added, I think most of the drum parts didn't change from that first time well, I played it with you guys. Trust me, trust me. I'm your biggest fan, and like <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you that nothing has changed drum wise except for what we've added as a whole band. Like, dude, yeah. like I know your drum. I can't play your drum fills. I know <laughs> your drum fills, and I know your drum parts. And yeah, you what you played at Jimmy's that weekend was pretty much what you continued to play yeah then. and that's that's one thing i love about that song specifically is for one that was the first leather duchess song i've ever jammed with you guys like you you played that song and i obviously immediately fell in love and i was like yes <laughs> i definitely i mean i already wanted to be in the band before i heard what you guys sounded like just seeing what you guys look like and hanging out and like feeling just feeling the vibe and stuff but i remember we played the song and i think it, in a way it kind of blew all of us away because yeah like yeah. we somehow without me ever hearing like a riff or anything or even knowing how like tyler's singing style or anything like somehow we got through the whole entire song without having to like stop or having any hiccups and then i remember afterwards you guys were just like We've never heard that song with drums before. Yeah. But oh, yeah. God, yeah. that really like stepped it up a whole nother level and it sounded I great. Me and Tyler looked at each other like, oh, yeah, I get it now. Huh. Like, this is what it's supposed to sound like. Huh. Like, you have a boner? I have a boner too. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, I want to say full mast. Honestly, that song, <laughs> that whole song room. means a lot to us, not just because that's. I mean, that's like the title track of the, the album. And like, I think that's kind of in a way, that's kind of the fan favorite. I think maybe Hoodoo Brown's kind of getting up there just because of the music video. But before Gunslinger used to be like the song, but it just, but we... it just means so much to me. I think all of us, but to me, especially just because like that was the first song that we've ever finished. Well, they've ever finished before I was even part of the band. That's the first song Which, we finished as a whole band. That's the first song we ever jammed on together. And it's, it's had the least change like yeah. since the first time we played it, aside from the parts we added. But like the drums are basically the same. Every, like everything's the same. We just added a few parts into it. Well, and that song is like, it really, uh, for me, it really sums up that whole time period perfectly because like, when it first came about, like, like I was saying earlier, me and Storm had came out March or no, no, I'm sorry, April 1st. And 
you know, me and Storm were just hanging out for a month. We didn't do anything productive. And uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we get the knocking on the door and it's Tyler on, you know, on June, uh, right? No, April, May. So May 1st, right? On May 1st, yeah. May 1st. So May 1st, we get the knocking on the door. Coming and up Tyler. in a couple of days, by the way, May 1st. Oh, anniversary. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And so, like, I, like, because in my mind, I'm still thinking, he's not showing. Like, it'd be cool. That'd be super cool. But what are the chances did, of that? Did he say that he was coming that day, or did he just say one day, and he just, like, showed up so, at your door? So, you know me. I'm the last to know anything with anything. Right. In any situation, not because nobody tells me, but because my memory sucks. <laughs> and so. So you're not the last Storm, to know. You're the last to remember. I'm the last to remember. And Storm would keep me in the loop about stuff. But like, I don't know. I, in my mind, I'm like, because like I was saying, me and Tyler had only hung out like, what, twice? We, we were just acquaintances at that point. We weren't even friends. Like, I mean, like right. he was a cool guy. That that yeah, sounds like, like most of the band getting together is like, we didn't really talk at all. <laughs> like no one knew yeah. each other except you and Storm. Like none of us knew each other. But yeah. somehow. Like, yeah, I really only knew you, Storm. I, I don't even think I had your phone number at that point. I just. No, I, I didn't have your phone number at all. I don't think yeah. I got Mark's phone number until like a year and a half into being officially oh, in the yeah. band. Like I yeah. only used to talk oh, to yeah. Tyler through, through, uh, like messages and stuff for a yeah. while yeah like so me and tyler had only hung out like once or twice before he decided he was gonna move halfway across the country <laughs> um <That's awesome. laughs> and uh so we just get knocking at the door may 1st and open it up and it's him and i'm just like come on in all right cool all right we got a singer and so i remember I don't know what we did that night. I think we went to the liquor store, got a couple 40s. Probably. Uh, and just hung out. Some steel reserve, probably. Yeah. And uh, I, I just remember we, were just, we just hung out. We didn't do much. But the next morning, I, I plugged my amp in into the living room. Not into the living room, but... Um, so I was playing my guitar in the living room and, uh, I was just playing this little riff, you know, a simple riff. And I remember, I don't know if it woke you up, but I remember you coming out and being like, what is that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Yeah. All right. Well, like play like a verse type thing. Like, okay. Boom. Played a verse type thing. And then you already had lyrics to go, at least to my yeah. I, yeah. I wrote those lyrics on the drive to L.A., actually. Oh, that's right. For wh so, What song was that? Fresh, and they were needing a tune at that time. So when you when you played that, that like, yeah. Yeah. Go on. What what song was that for? Gunslinger. Oh, okay. Oh, so this, yeah, is, no, so this is before we jammed it together. Oh, the, yeah. This is the, the day I arrived in L.A. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I missed that Sorry, part. Everybody. All right. We're, we're jumping back. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I remember like it was like early in the morning too. It was like, yeah, I want to say like eight or nine in the morning. Uh, <laughs> crack of dawn. Crack of dawn. And just like playing this riff, playing this riff and no consideration for neighbors apparently. <laughs> and uh, 
I remember you started singing along to it. I was like, oh, that's that's really cool. Dude, we literally, you didn't even sit down and we wrote the entire song. I remember that, like, yeah. We, we wrote the whole song while you were standing in the doorway. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those those cliche band moments. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's just magic, man. Um, it, yeah. It, and I've always thought like that song defines what the band is so well. Like that's, yeah. if I had to pick one, the yeah. sound of that song is like, that's that's the uh crown jewel yeah especially yeah. especially that first year yeah like definitely. like things are, things are a little different now but that first year especially that was like the band theme song oh yeah yeah like we all have our favorite songs to play but if i like you said if i had to pick a song so what? far mine's all of defines them. us yeah yeah, I, I've always seen it as the blueprint. I think it's it's probably what we do best, sort of mm -hmm. that. It's on the heavier side, at least as far as our material goes. Um, I, I think it, it works just well all around. I mean, yeah. we've written stuff since then that certainly strays from that, but I, I think it should always at least stay within that avenue of that sort of, I don't even know how you describe it. It's not really, it's not metal. It's just kind of... Uh, gritty it's just hard, hard rock. just yeah, hard gritty, rock hard rock yeah yeah i yeah i think i mean it, it sounds a little heavier sometimes just because like obviously your vocal style is more aggressive than some right. people are used to <laughs> but like yeah. if you if you took the vocals out and just like listen to the music it's not a super heavy song so like I mean, obviously, like the intro sounds really heavy because you know it's it's the riff, and then just like it comes in and it starts with the big like yeah, like the scream. Well, the explosion that we put in. The <laughs> oh yeah. That, uh, yeah. The live, by the way. No. That's that's supposed to be in the live show, but none of these <laughs> venues want to let us use yeah. fire in our show, so <laughs> kind of yeah. ruins that. But yeah, yeah so the beginning is. So we ha we had Gunslinger, and then we also jammed on um, number eleven and oh, on my knees, which those songs, both of those songs, kind of go hand in hand because a lot of the shows we kind of blend those two together. Right. So sometimes we'll swap yep. out. We'll swap out uh, number eleven with Machine Gun Charlie now. Just I don't know why, but we just do. <laughs> I guess because we don't always play number eleven, but. Um, one one memory I have of on my knees is <laughs> that I think I told you this Tell before. Us about that, Jake. What? Uh, well, <laughs> okay, hold on, hold your horses, guys. On my knees. Um, no, I, I think I told Mark this before, but um, that first again at the at the house party when we first played that song, uh, this one I think you kind of played through it before I jammed with you guys because there's there's a few different parts in it and it's. This song also always seems to be like one of the hardest ones for some reason for people to get when we have new members coming in, like oh, trying yeah. to learn the song, like just trying to get the changes and stuff. So, but you guys, you played it for me before we jammed it. And I just remember that you were telling me um, basically what I like on the verse, how it does that down, down, like that little part. Um, and you're like, I just hear the symbol hits like every time that, you know, and 
that's another thing that stuck with me from day one is however I, I it was a little different the way i played it back then but i always every time that part comes on the verses that little one two three riff down out down every time even now i i always hit that and um yeah i i think that's that's one thing that me and you mark talk about a lot too that's kind of interesting about this band is a lot of times for drummers they're supposed to listen to the bass player but in this band specifically because we've gone through a lot of different lineup changes and a lot of the writing and even the recording process we didn't have a bass player so i kind i kind of learned to follow the guitar parts as a drummer and not the bass parts because a lot of the bass parts we wrote in the studio while we were recording the album oh yeah i remember us falling off the seat both like here you try yeah you hear yeah we tried a lot of different stuff we had many different ideas because we we've had like three or four different bass players and a lot of them were kind of fill-ins or whatever but they all played a little different and some of them um just played like really basic kind of root notes and then we uh, we felt like on the recording at least we wanted a little bit more groove to it or just like a little bit like not so much following the guitar so it w- it was really interesting writing the bass parts but so it's it's kind of interesting the connection me and mark have on the live show like we could follow each other so well which is usually a drummer and bass player thing but for some reason or not for some reason it's because it's just been the three of us for a long period of time it's like me and mark have that connection and like i could follow his his guitar parts i know what he's gonna do guitar solos yeah i can anticipate the solos there's even some drum beats i do that like the timing on my hits like follow something he does on his guitar solo just because it's like we didn't have any bass parts writing a lot of these songs right yeah that did make the writing process pretty unorthodox and that's what's kind of yeah. been cool about this new stuff and this new record is now that we do have a bass player that's invested in the band and writes with us that you kind of get to approach the songs a little differently yeah and yeah. like you said we've never really done that before. we've never written from bass up it's always backwards you know mm-hmm. <laughs> bass is an app now yeah. we're like starting songs with like a baseline. Yeah. Yeah. Adds another dimension to it. Yeah. Yeah, but but I think that's part of what what made it kind of forced me and and Mark to become yeah. better friends and better just in gen just in all aspects like on stage writing wise and just in general like cuz we couldn't yeah. write anything without that, you know. Right yeah 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 those because uh, we used to have before jake came into the picture we used to have rehearsals at uh musicians institute when they would let us oh yeah <laughs> uh, yeah they yeah, would uh talk to the security guard to let us go in there yeah big yeah. worm oh yeah <laughs> big worm uh and, and they, uh now um i mean y'all are <laughs> 10,000 a month to go to school here, but you can't rehearse here. <laughs> yeah, you can't rehearse here. Um, yeah, we used to rehearse there and stuff with no drummer, and we would just like yeah. hit these songs. <laughs> you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm hearing these songs, they sound so good. But then when you go to that Jimmy's party at that house party, that uh, the weekend party, whatever you want to talk about, 
like that just brought a whole nother dimension, obviously, to the songs. And we were just like, oh my God, these are actually fun. Like these, are, <laughs> these could be songs like, you know. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, or, well, during that that weekend, we started slowly pulling you to the dark side. Yeah. So I guess um, the last thing we could talk about is just when I officially joined the band. So yeah, pretty much. Um, so we had that, that house party. And we so we jammed on Gunslinger on my knees and number 11, which I don't know if there's any special stories about number 11 to talk about, at least on that first jam. Um, aside yeah. from the lyrics are based on a true story, but that that could be another another conversation. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, we try to we try to write most of our songs based on like ex real experiences that happened with at least one of us try to yeah yeah so like a lot of the first album at least is a lot of is a lot of stuff that happened within that first year but um yeah so so we jammed on the songs and like it just really clicked the guys liked the drums a lot to the songs they felt like it really brought the songs to a whole new level i had a great time playing them and so we were supposed to have a show i think from the date of the house party it was about a month to a month and a half away so at this point, like I said earlier, I was living in, in Ontario, California, which was like an hour and a half to two hour drive away from where they were. Yeah. And, but I was, I was coming over like as often as I could. It was, it was pretty much like every weekend, maybe a little bit more during the weekdays if I wasn't working, but like, I was just trying to get to know the guys, get the connection. But also like I needed to know the songs and we were trying to have more than three songs to play at our first show. I think we ended up just having those three and then we played like two or three covers or something like that. But um, so we were supposed to play a show that Scarlet Vice was having at the Tiki Bar in Huntington. And then Costa Mesa. Oh, Costa Mesa. That's right. And then Leather Duchess was going to open. And so I was coming over and then at the time, me and Travis just were not getting along at all. There was like issues within the band there it was multiple things before this whole thing started but then he felt like i wasn't spending enough time with our band and like with writing new songs and all that stuff and i was hanging out with these guys too much and so what pretty much was the last straw was there was a couple physical altercations that happened but the last <laughs> the which was actually that's where i was getting at with the stardust show that was one of them there was it was this whole stupid thing, but <laughs> basically after like we played the Stardust show, the guys played a song with us, and then it got a little physical outside afterwards. But um, the last straw was basically we played a show at the Whiskey, and uh, the we were there. Yeah, uh, I I forgot. I think that was an LA Gun show, maybe. But uh, yeah, yeah, Tyler, Mark, and Storm were all there. They were allowed back in, believe it or not. And then, um, <laughs> and then basically like we were loading gear upstairs and all this stuff. And then Travis was just like, Hey, we want to have a, we need to have a band meeting right now or something. It was something like I was, I was trying to unload my gear and I had like all the stuff in my hands. And at the time he was living in a studio apartment with a roommate and 
you guys were living at Highland Gardens, which was a one bedroom hotel that it was like it was a little roomier than a studio apartment. And he was talking about having an after party at his place. And you guys were talking about going to your place. And he was like, we need to have a band meeting. And I, I had stuff in my hands and you guys were like, hey, let's go to our place and have this party. And I was just like, heck, yeah, let's go. And I just wanted to get out of there and party. I didn't care. And because uh, at that point, we've had a few Highland Gardens experiences and they were always something fantastic. <laughs> There's a lot of <laughs> memories there. But um, he he was like, oh, we're, no, we're going to part. We're going to party at my place. And I was like, I mean, I, like the band Scarlet Vice and then you guys, that was like seven or eight people. And then I think we had like three or four other people that wanted to come too. And I was like, so we're going to bring like 12 people back to a studio apartment <laughs> that it had like, or like Over we could go to their people in a one bedroom. Yeah. Cause also they lived in, in Santa Monica Oh. and you guys lived in Hollywood, which was way closer right up the street. Yeah. And so we're, I was just like, I was like, well, I mean, they're having a party at their place. Let's go to their place. And then we could talk about it there. And I guess that was the wrong thing to say. And he got really upset because I, I went to your place. I just I loaded my stuff up. I went to your place. We were hanging out I drinking. And then <laughs> I just remember like you guys were doing whatever you were doing. I think you were in the kitchen doing something. And Tyler was probably in the bedroom with a woman treating her nicely, reading her poetry, whatever he does. And um, I was just I was laying down in the living room. I remember it so well because you guys had the TV on the floor because you didn't have a TV stand. And we always like played music videos and stuff. And I was laying right next to the TV, just like rocking out and drinking my Miller Lite. And I got a message. It was this long ass message that was basically saying, hey, it's a band decision. You're out of the band. And then I just like turned around. You came over and sat next to me. Well, first I was just just like, guys, I guess I'm officially part of the band now. And, um, yeah i remember i don't know if i wasn't i don't know if i heard the initial yell but i remember you sitting like i was sitting on the couch and i remember like you walking up and me and you still didn't really talk much no we didn't so like it's so it was funny because i was sitting on the couch and you came and just sat right beside me like like it's a big couch, but you you sat like right next to me, and nobody else is sitting on the couch. Like, hey, <laughs> you're like, so I guess I'm in the band now. I was like, yeah, well, well, because at uh-huh. first at first I yelled it. I think mostly, yeah, to, I, so, I yeah. think mostly so Tyler would hear me because I didn't know where he was. I yelled yeah. it. I went and told you, and then I went and had a like drinking party with storm because at that point like i said he was the glam dude storm at the time the yeah, yeah and so at the time like he was my best buddy so i like went over to him and i was like i'm officially part of this band and i don't know what happened after that. i mean we were drinking we probably went in the bathroom and did some makeup together who knows <laughs> i don't know dyed each other's hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah that was uh the starting days yeah. And now here we are like five or six years later. Old men. Yeah. Old war torn weathered men. 
in our bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. In our bedrooms, drinking beer and hot or, tea or coffee. Shirtless together. Well, I haven't. I have this animal shirt I could wear. Oh, nice. You should. You should have been wearing that the whole time. Hey. It could be a. Plugging it. Aver- yeah, advertising, man. Yeah. Be sure to get it here. Leather Duchess merchandise. Available on the website. And, <laughs> and you guys thought you could get away with watching this without an ad. I know. Yeah, it's just. Um. But yeah, I guess uh, unless you guys have anything else to say, that's pretty much no, it for I tonight. That was, uh, yeah. that, was a, that was a great introduction. Uh, we kind of went in chronological order. I, I wasn't really expecting that. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. Maybe, who knows, maybe we can uh, next week keep up with this order. Yeah. And I just th- kind of go in order. I, I didn't think, think about Listen, I'll talk. What's that? If anyone cares to listen, I'll I'll talk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm down to do another one next week if uh, if yeah. everyone wants to do it. If anyone's interested, definitely. Um, I think I think next week would be a good time to dive into the uh, dive into our lineup changes and like what happened to who yeah. and who's where and. Oh man, that middle that whole middle ground there we had for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be good. I mean. Uh, I get everybody listening. Like, let us let us know if you like, if you care to, you know. Or yeah. Just, just let us know. Right. Or if, if anyone has any questions before we uh, sign off, we could answer real quick. Otherwise, yeah. it's been a good time. Um, it's fun drinking together again because it's been a few weeks or a few months, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Yasmin Davis do is it. asking. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. You gotta do it. Yeah. If anyone can make that that face while they drink their coffee, that's another thing too. We will. We episode. That needs to be a thing. If somebody can send us a little short video of them doing this, and like we should make that we should make that one of our one of our Instagram competitions. Exactly. Who could do the best Tyler? I don't know that anyone's picked Coffee up set. on the running joke that I do that in every Maybe video. not. Probably not. I just explained it now. But, but yeah. Um, Yasmin, Yasmin Davis is asking if we're looking to play any festivals in 2021. We're always looking to play festivals. Dude, any leads we can possibly get, we'll take. <laughs> we, this this, is, this yeah. is a story for another time, but we played a festival before, and that was uh, <laughs> <laughs> a so, mess. But Dude, we no, I, we definitely I do want. Go ahead. I think that's next Friday's episode. That yeah. actually, well, yeah, maybe we'll see. That, we might have to give that one a couple couple weeks. But uh, um, just for you, down. <laughs> I'm still mad about it. Um, no, we we definitely want to get into the festival circuit. We just uh, it's festivals are a hard thing because you for one you have to you have to book them like way in advance. Like a, usually, a lot of them are at least a year in advance. About a year. And even then, they don't always accept everybody, and it's hard to find a festival that wants our specific style nowadays. Yeah, but anybody, uh, anybody listening that knows where to get in contact, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you have any information, we're down. We're down to travel too. Like we want to do with festival stuff because that stuff I think is where it's at right now. Especially in Europe, like the festivals over there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, like Jake said, we're kind of in a weird middle ground where we're, like we're not metal enough for the metal festivals. 
Um, and there's not really a, uh, there's not a lot of rock festivals where it's just strictly 80s flavored hard rock. There's like Rocklahoma and stuff like that. But um, there's the bigger ones that kind of do everything. And those are really kind of the only ones we could jump onto. But yeah, I mean, that's, it. if you know of a festival that we'd be good on or a way to get in contact with anyone, let us know. Cause that's, we're itching to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you're saying, a lot of the bigger ones that do everything are probably where we're best fit, but those are also the ones that are harder to get onto. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. for one, they mostly hire like well-known bands for like the headliners right. and whatever. And then a lot of the openers, they get so many submissions. They either have like some type of battle the bands or competition or, or you just have to know somebody. It's, it's so really hard. So basically have an excuse for every festival you can name. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've tried and we're down to do any festival that we can get onto, but um, it's, it's difficult. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's it for the night. Unless yeah. anyone has anything else to say. No. Um, um, just if you guys enjoyed it, uh, meet here on the, on a Friday, I guess. Friday at 9 o'clock. I guess we'll – Friday, 9 o'clock, we'll do it again. Yeah, if you enjoy it, leave a comment or a like or whatever you want on this stream. and Let uh, us know what else you want us to – I don't know if we missed something. Yeah. Even if you have questions, if you're watching this after the stream's over and you have questions, feel free to comment and we'll still look back on this and uh, try to address it the next stream. And uh, we'll talk about, I guess, more stuff next week. Maybe we could keep this a regular weekly thing if people like it. Um, otherwise, you know, have fun, be safe, keep drinking. Buy Miller Lite. Have a cold one. Have a cold one. <laughs> Buy Miller Lite. I bought some yeah. stock. I bought some stocks today, so keep the numbers up. Yeah. All right. Good night. Uh, Good night, everybody. Right. See you next time.